Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. And you know what? If you just, Brian, I've been looking at the media, I've been looking at the news and reading all the current events and the newspapers, and I've just been watching everything. Is it me or is it people at this point of time with the things that are happening in the world? It just seems like everybody has turned their back on God. It looks like everybody figured, okay, God, I'm going to give you my problems right now, but I'm going to step out because you're not moving fast enough for me. I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to make this thing work for me. Not knowing that God has a strategy. His strategy is based on when he wants things to happen, not when you want the things to happen. So people feel that, God, I know you created my life, but I can run my life better than you can. I know what I need more than you do. Then you have so many people that were raped. You have so many people, uh, family members that were killed and mistreated, and some of them are in jail, and they can't see their loved ones, and they feel that their world is just crashing in on them. And they want to jump out there and play God. My God. Am am I wrong, Brian? Are are you sensing the same thing? You know, I think you're right on the money. You know, um, even with, you know, all the stuff that's been going on, you know, in the recent days, you know, people are just trying to, you know, it, it, it's almost gotten to the point where people want to ask the question, where is God? How could he let this happen? You know, how could he allow this to go on, you know? And they, they won't even question God's presence. Yeah. You know, when you see the people dying in the, in the, in the mines, you know, and, you know, even with this situation with Mike Vick, you know, people are like, oh, that's so horrendous, you know, and, and you know, nobody really looks at the fact that, you know, people are dying daily because they're starving to death. My God. You know, right on our American streets, and yet they want to put people in jail, you know, for killing a dog. You know, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm in no means am I saying that Michael Vick and what he did was right. But when you, when I equate the fact to, you know, a person versus an animal, you know, when you don't feed a hungry person, it's just like electrocuting them, you know. <laughs> Right. But you, you know don't close the naked person. Yeah, but you know what, Brian? Yeah. Everybody's asking the question, Lord, where were you when I was raped? Where were you when I was out on the streets and I was smoking these drugs, doing these drugs, and smoking dope and doing all these bad things? Where were you? Where were you when my mother died? Where were you when all these things were happening to me? Where were you? And God is saying, I'm sitting here. I'm in the same place I was when my child gave his life up for you. Yeah. He hasn't moved. And a lot of times people ask the question, God has hid his face from me. He's moved from me. I feel so far from God. God is sitting. 
So who moved? <laughs> he didn't move. Not at all. Who moved? The reason you feel that way is because you moved. God is holding your hand and you moved. That's why it feels that way. But you know what? I'm on fire, man. I can't help it because of our guest that we have on. Yes, sir. Yes, mighty sir. woman of God. And let me tell you something. Some healing is going to take place tonight. Yeah. Absolutely. Some healing is going to take place tonight. Brian, I know you spoke with her. What did you What did you feel from her? You know, I, I got the feeling of authenticity. Yes. You know, I mean, just simply, you know, that's that's my simplistic statement. Authenticity. Yes. You know, somebody who has been confirmed by the word. And you know, you know what, and Brian? We talked we talk for a little while, maybe yeah. about a little under an hour, I guess. Uh-huh. And, you know, just, you know, and, and what, what I learned from her is that you can be pastor, prophetess, bishop, elder, and you're still going to have to be tried by the fire. Yes, sir. And you have to know that you know. Or like, how, how does it say? You have to know that you know that you know that you know. That he will. Yeah. And that's the title of our show tonight. If you're just turn, tuning in, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, where our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. And tonight, we have with us Prophetess Stephanie R. Hill, who's the founder and pastor of Diamonds in the Rough Ministry. Mm. Her pastoral duties are shared with her brother, Lawrence Driver, Jr., who is also an awesome man of God. She's the proud parent of two wonderful daughters and she is a great inspiration. She operates in the office of a past, as a pastor, a prophetess, an evangelist, and teacher. Mm. And she's also a mentor as well as a motivational speaker. And tonight, I'd like to introduce to you all Prophetess Stephanie Hill. Prophetess Hill. Praise God. Yes, Amen. How are you? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored in the Lord. Amen. Yes, you are. Oh, yes, yes. When we spoke the other day, I told you, I said, you know what, Brian, let's call her and tell her the topic. <laughs> and all I said was, Prophetess Hill? She said, yes. I said, we, we're calling you to tell you we have a topic for tonight. Yes. And when I said he will, yes. she took off. Glory, yes. <laughs> yes. She went to Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. She, went, she she preached to us for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Yeah. But you know what, Prophet Hill, so many people, as I said before when we first came on in the intro, so many people feel that God is not God anymore. You know, they turn to drinking, they turn to all these other outlets because they don't think God is moving. My they're God. praying and they're asking God to do these wonderful things. Mm-hmm. But they won't up their faith. Right. So, you know, I know you've been in the valley. I know you've been through some things in your life from reading your bio. Yes. Did you ever think God wouldn't do what he said he would do? Well, you know, um, my mother raised me, and I was raised in the church, and, 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 and all I seen was her life and how she lived and how she trusted God all my life. And I knew I mean, even when I was in my addiction, I mean, when I would, when I would get high and, and I, you know, I would get so high to my chest would hurt, I knew that if I could get to my mother, she would pray for me. I always knew that God will. It, it was all up to me, you know. It, 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 it never, never once did I doubt 
God that he couldn't do it. It was all up to me, but it took me to get to a place in my life that I got sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes, yes, yes. Amen? Yes. And, and I promise you, I mean, he's faithful. You know, I mean, uh, he, he's done so many great things for me, and he delivered me, you know. But it, it's all up to the people, you know. If you really, you know, a lot of people, times people say, you know, God won't, you know what, but he will. You know, but we got to trust him. You know, and, and we got to believe that he can and believe that he will, because I know I'm a living witness. I'm a living witness that he will. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I'm a born witness. I, I'm a living witness that he will. See, I'm not talking about what I heard somebody say. I'm talking about what I walked through, what he did for me. And I know he will, but it's up to us as individuals, you know. Absolutely. Yes. Prophet of you know, how long were you out there in, you know, and it may be a hard question, but how, how long were you, you know, out there, you know, trying to find God, so to speak? Well, um, like I said, well, actually I was, um, I've been I saved, I got sanctified. Well, I got filled with the Holy Ghost when I was 12 years old. So, you know, I strayed after going through what I went through. And um, I always, you know, had this yearning in me for God. I always... Like I said, I grew up in church. I grew up in the Word. And, and as I strayed, I mean, it was still in me, you know. Even when I got high, the only days I didn't get high on was on Sundays because, you know what I'm saying, because of my respect for God. And I always had it in me, and I would be in this spiritual battle all the time. I would talk about God, and, but yet I was still struggling with, with, my, with, my, with the addiction. And, um, and I was just in a spiritual battle, and I used to ask my mom, well, why is it that, you know, I love the Lord, and, and and I know he's good to me, but then I still have, she she would say, baby, because you're in spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. and um and and I, I um and 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 you know I always did, I always I always knew God was there, I always want I wanted to change, I just didn't know how. You know, at that point in my life, I just I always yearned and I always wanted to do better. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't want to. Uh, 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 live like that, you know. I didn't want to live like that anymore. I was tired, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. You know, so many people right now they think that the things that they've done in their life that God can't pull them out of that oh and wash them mm-hmm. and change them. See, when God changes you, oh my God, He changes you completely. Yes. To the fact that there's no residue left on you. Yes. So when someone sees you and you tell them about your past mm. and your history, they can't connect with it because they look at you and they say, I don't believe that. Exactly. So what would you say to someone that's out there now that's thinking just like you were and you had those desires for Christ but you were still doing the worldly things? What would you say to them? Actually, what I would say to them is that you got to get to a point in your, t- in your life that you are tired and that you're saying, God, I can't do this anymore. I mean, I got to a point in my life to where I remember I was at a facility and I was getting my life together and my mom had blessed this all and and I remember taking this all and, and I had went on a five-day binge and I, I was just so tired. And I remember anointing and praying over myself and anointing myself and I remember talking to the Lord and saying, God, I'm tired. I said, God, I can't live like this anymore. I wasn't raised like this. God, I'm I can't, I can't handle this anymore. I can't live like this. And I remember praying, and I remember hearing the Lord saying, he said, and then the Lord began to purge me. And, and as the Lord began to purge, I remember hearing the Lord saying, every time I purge you, call on my name. Mm-hmm. 
And I began to call on the name of Jesus. And the more I called on his name, the stronger I got. But I, what I would say to them is they got to get to a point that they're really tired. Because, see, God can't do nothing. See, because he only moves on. God, he looks at the heart of man. And he, he don't move on nothing. But when, when you're sincere with God, amen, and, and that's when God is going to come to your rescue because he knows our heart. You know what I'm saying? He don't listen to lip service. You know, he's looking at the heart of me, oh, you're really tired. He got to see that you get at a point in your life that I'm really, I'm sick and tired, God, and I can't do this anymore. And that's the point, that, that, that's where they have to get. You know, people can, can pray for them all day, can pray for a person all day long. My family prayed for me. My, I went to facilities trying to get my life together, you know, and I was still battling with the, with, the, with, the, with the skeletons of my past, the things that I went through as a child, you know, being abused. I went through, so I was battling with all of that. But you know what? You know, people can pray for you all day long, but we got, you got to get to a point in your life that you're saying, hey, I can't do it. Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know what? That's what God wants. He wants you to get to that point where you throw your hands up and say, I can't do it because yes. when you're at your weakest, I'm at my strongest. Yes. 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 My God. Yes. You know, and, and I just... And, and I just, in my heart, and, and the thing about it is, is that, you know, I, um, you know, I see a lot of, uh, my, I say my sisters, my sisters and brothers that are still out there struggling, and I, and I have a yearning for God's people. You know, God didn't just deliver me just to think that, oh, I've arrived, but He delivered me so I can go back and set the captives free. Because I want them to know the people that see me that knew, they know that God delivered me. But I want them to know that the only way that you can truly be delivered is when you go to God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not I'm not down in C A N A and all of that, but it was J E S U S for me. Mm. It was Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Because you can work the program, the pro but let me tell you, you we gotta get on God's program. Amen? Amen. We gotta get on God's program. Hallelujah. Even if we wanna be healed from the hurt of our past, see, because it don't stop there. You know what I'm saying? Because even you get delivered from one thing, but you got to know that you're healed. Amen? Because if you're not healed and restored, He's a redeemer, He's a deliverer, He's a healer. Hallelujah. That if He delivered you from one thing, but he, if, there's, if there's other things, you know, we gotta get rid of all the junk in order to stay free. Yes. 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 Prophetess Hill, mm-hmm. what was your breaking point? What was the point where you just said, you know what, God, I'm giving it all to you? Mm-hmm. Well, like I say, it it got to a point in my life, um, I'll never forget, God set me free October the 2nd of 1993. And um, I was um, in a facility, and I remember um, I would just smoke. It was like I would just get high just to be getting high. It wasn't exciting anymore. Um, it, you know, when I came down off my high, the problems were still there. I was still dealing with the pain of my past. You know, I was still dealing with all the things that I had gone through. And I, it just, I just couldn't, it's like I didn't enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I was miserable all that while I was getting high, but it was just the, the euphoria of just for that moment, a quick fix. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And And I just got to a point to where, it, it just became like a job. It was just, you know, you know how sometimes you can go to a job and you're like, okay, I'm just going, you know. And, 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 and I got to a place in my life to I was just doing it and I wasn't enjoying it anymore. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't fixing the problem, you know. And, and I just got to a point and I remember that, uh, you know, I, um, I, um, I just got to a point to where I, I just I got, I, I felt like I just couldn't do this. I couldn't do it anymore. 
you know, I was tired of the lifestyle. I was tired of getting sick and almost having heart attacks. And, you know, even I remember one time I had got so high to I was going into a stroke, you know, and every time I, trouble would come, I would say, God, just give me one more chance, God. You know, I was always that one more chance person, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just got tired, you know, and um, and I just began to pray with, with a, a sincere heart. You know what, Prophet Hill, even you know, even when you step out there and you and, and God has delivered you. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of people get it mixed up. They think, okay, now that I'm delivered, the attacks won't come. Huh. <laughs> they come greater. You know, mm-hmm. they think that the attacks won't come. Mm-hmm. But this is this is this is the beautiful thing about God. Mm-hmm. When He was up there on the cross, when Jesus was on the cross and they gave Him the vinegar, mm-hmm. He said, "It is done." Yes, come on. He said, it's done, it is finished. Yes. So everything that you face within your life, God has already worked it out. Yes. And the reason we don't see that is because we try to see it in our carnal eyes. We try to see it come on. on our own understanding. We try to understand that. Yes. But you can't. Yes. You know, when we're praying to God and asking God to do something for us, it's none of our spiritual business how he's going to do it. Come on, now. Because if he showed you all of that, he yes. would be God. Yes. Our ways and his ways are totally different. Exactly. So when you mentor people, do you tell them, okay, your attacks are going to come? It's going to get worse. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm sure you, you do. Uh, yes. You, when you counsel them, you tell them that. Yes. Right? And let them know just because, you know, you got delivered, you know what I'm saying? That, they come greater then. They come greater. You know, uh, because, you know, I, I tell people all the time, look like when I was living for the devil, I didn't have this much, you know, this many attacks. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But, see, that's, that's, the trick, that's the trick of the enemy, okay? But guess what? What I do know, the greater the going through, come on now, greater the blessing, come on now, greater the anointing, huh? How, how are we going to go and set captives free if we don't be tested, see? And, and, and I tell them, oh, it's going to come greater. But you got the truth. That's why the only way that you can be deliverance, it, it, it get deliverance, is through God. Amen. Because that way, because you know what, you got to be anchored in Him. You get what I'm saying? Because when He delivers you, He say, "Whom the Son set free, is free indeed." Mm. See, we can't go on this uh, on this made up stuff. Oh, okay, um, I got uh, 30 days of of, of 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 being clean, and you know. But guess, but the thing about it is, I don't have to count the days anymore. Glory, I don't have to count the days when God has set me free. See, people don't have to count. You don't have to count. Okay, I got you know today, just just for today. Yes, we do have just for today. We just have just for this very moment. But see, I don't live by that. I live by by whom the sun set free. It's free indeed. Amen. So I let them know. Yes, the attack's gonna come greater. But see, if you anchored in Jesus and truly God have delivered you, guess what? When the attacks come, you're gonna realize. Okay, you're gonna recognize the, the you know the test. You give them that first. You got to qualify for the test because God ain't gonna test you if you ain't qualified for the test. That's right. Absolutely. Yes. Mm. Yes. I let them know. Oh, they gonna come greater. But guess what? If he's in you, greater is he that's in than in in you in us than he that is in the world. So if he's great enough, guess what? We don't have to worry about it. We don't have to worry about back going back. You get what I'm saying? You know, people say, oh, I relapsed. No, that is because the spirit was still there. Mm-hmm. That was no deliverance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- amen? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Glory. Jesus, glory. If you have a comment or a question that you want to ask, Prophet Stephanie Hill, 
Our call-in number is 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. And right now we're going to go to a caller. And we have a caller from the 281 area code. Caller, are you there? 281997, are you there? Okay, maybe they're just listening in and they don't have a comment yet. But, you know, Prophetess Hill, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about, you know, because I, I, you know, I've had, you know, people in my family who have been affected by drug addiction. And I know, you know, friends of mine who have been addicted to drugs. I know some still are addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, what what goes on in the mind? You know, because I've never used drugs. Mm-hmm. What goes on in the mind of someone to put something in their body that they know is harmful, mm-hmm. but they keep on doing it? Okay. Well, man of God, what it is is that for me, you know, being that I, I grew up, you know, I, I like I say, I've, I've been raped, I've been sexually abused, I went through a, a, a lot of mental and emotional abuse, um, a lot of things that, you know, people do, it's because they escape the reality of what, you know, to suppress feelings. See, because me, I suppressed, and I was a loner, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and for me, uh, cocaine understood me. That was my intellect. That's, that's you know, that, that was my perspective of it, Amen. Yeah. And um, and so, you know, for me, it was it was just a, an escape of reality. You know what I'm saying? And that and the average person that's on drugs, I promise things that be that's down on the inside that they have not dealt with. You know, some issues. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, there's some rooted things that they have not yet been dealt with. So the drugs, you know, it, that's that's an easy way out. You know that I don't have to deal with this if I just can say hi. I don't have to deal with the with the with the, the thing of the past if I can just suppress it for a moment. You know what I'm saying? But what I found out that it's still there. It's still even after the high is gone. You got to keep on chasing to, to keep that feeling. Amen. Yeah. Huh? But what I learned this high with Jesus. When, oh my God! When I learned when I when 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 he began when I got high with Jesus. Amen. I didn't have to worry about it because I do know that he is a healer. Come on now, he delivered me. Come on, when, when when he touched me one day, my God, oh Jesus, glory, hallelujah! I didn't have to worry about going back. My God, yes. yes. You know, Prophet Hill, this is I'm I'm, I'm going to say this. You were left for dead a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of you were in a lot of situations you were in that you were not supposed to come out of those exactly. Situations. Your heart, you were supposed to have a heart attack a long time ago. Yay, glory. But now that you look back on what God has delivered you from, yes. do you think you're worthy? Today, you know what? I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that he thought enough of me because he said in all of our righteousness we're like filthy rags. But I'm so glad that he thought enough of me to pick me up out of the mind, the muck. You hear me what I say? And do you not know I made him a promise when he delivered me that I would run and tell the story, that I would go and set captives free. You know, a lot of times people get saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, and they got skeletons in their closet, things that they, they got testimonies in their belly. Oh, my God. And, and guess what? They're not sharing them. 
They're not testifying. They're not telling people where they've been. But guess what? But yet they've arrived. My God. But today, you know what I'm saying? Even in, he said, like I say, even he said, no, all right, sisters, we're like filthy rags. But today I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful, and I humbly say that I'm grateful that he thought enough of me to use me. Yes, yes. And the, and the, and the great thing about what you're doing is you're telling your testimony. Yes. Because your testimony, the worst things that ever happened in your life is a solution for somebody else out there that's coming behind you. Yes. And if you would keep that to yourself, that's what the enemy will do. You know, he'll he'll make you suppress everything. Yes. Close the curtains in a dark room and stay there. Yes. But when you fight back. Oh, my God. That's activating your faith. Yes. That's activating your faith. Yes. And I believe everybody that has ears that can hear tonight. My God. They feel you. They understand. Oh, yes. They understand. Yes. Yes, because I'm telling you, the battle was so great. I've been in a uh, psychiatric hospital. They diagnosed me, dual diagnosed. I had the drug addiction and bipolar. And and eight, eight times I've been hospitalized. You know, you get what I'm saying? So, you know, the thing about it is even God delivered me from that. When they didn't know which spirit was working. See, all the time they was like, okay, we don't know if it's a drug addiction or if it's bipolar. But all the time that was a spirit, amen? Mm-hmm. See, God is the deliverer. I'm, and, you know, and, and my thing is that I want people to see that God can truly set you free. You know, I want them to know that he can set you free from being in a psychiatric hospital, being addicted to drugs, being, a, being, a, uh, being molested, being raped. Amen? My, I've been violated. But I want them to know, my God, that he is a deliverer. You know, he is a deliverer. Drugs are not the answer. But J-E-S-U-S, Jesus is the answer. He is the answer. My God, he's the answer. Yes. My God, yes. Yes, I have a zeal for God's people. You know, and God moves on me. When God moves on me to go to the streets, I take the word to the streets as he leads me to go and tell the people what thus said the Lord. Amen. Embrace God's people. And said a lot of times people would, you know, but I thank God that even when I was out there, I was always God was always sending somebody that knew me, a minister or a preacher or somebody by that would, that would minister to encourage me because they saw something in me. Amen. And I had a praying mother that didn't give up on me. Somebody don't have uh, somebody praying for them. And them the kind of people I want to be able to go out and touch their lives that they can say God is a deliverer. Mm. You know, not something that they heard. You know, this is not no made-up stuff. Right. Yes. Yes. My God. My God. My God. Yes. Yes. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our call-in number is 718-508. 9600. That's 718-508-9600. And we have Prophetess Stephanie Hill on with us tonight. Yes. Prophetess Hill, you know, I want to get back to, uh, you know, w- when we talked about the breaking point. Yes. Because for some reason that's, that's just sticking with me. Yes. You know, because it seems like when you're, when you're getting close to your breaking point. Yes. It seems like that devil just pulls with all his might. Yes. Because he does not want you to get a taste of what God is. Yes. You know, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. He yes. wants you to get a drop of what God really is. Yes. And so I want you to take us to that moment, back to that moment of your of your breaking point, when you were reaching out to taste that fruit of the Spirit. Yes. What did that, what, what did that final, 
you know, when you finally got the taste yes. of what the Lord was like, what did that feel like? Oh, my God. I remember I was I was at a facility, and I was getting my life together, and I had been uh, clean for like six months, and um, and all my life I had wanted children, and, and, and I, I remember that um, during my point of, of being clean for those six months, I got pregnant, and I remember... When I got pregnant, you know, because all my life I'd wanted a baby, you know, and I always wanted uh, something to love me. And, um, you know, I, I wanted, um, and I remember that, and I was on lithium and Depakote, they had me on these medicines, and I remember um, the fetus was deteriorated and because of the, the salt in the, um, in the lithium, the medication. Didn't even know I was pregnant. But anyway, and I carried that baby for like four and a half months, and the doctor said that they was going to have to terminate the pregnancy, and they, and they began to tell me, and I said, no, no, because, you know, God couldn't, you know, do this. God wouldn't do this. You know, I'd prayed all my life, you know, to have, get pregnant because I never could get pregnant. And, you know, and I, and I was just, and I was so happy, you know, and I was clean for all that time. And, and I remember when I um, I began to hemorrhage, and then after when, when the baby was actually, when I began to hemorrhage, I went, that's when, when I knew the baby was dead. And I remember I wouldn't go to the doctor. And I, I, I remember um, uh, laying in the bed and, and, and just, and I was at the facility. And, and I remember at, finally after the, the people uh, got me and took me to the hospital, and make a long story short, I, um, I remember when they put me in the, in, in the hospital because they you know, thought I was going to have a breakdown after, after the, I lost the baby. And then after I got out of the hospital, I stayed in there from September the 8th to, like, uh, yeah, September the 21st, I think it was. And um, and right after I got out of the hospital, because I, I just meditated on just not caring and just say, I'm going to get high after I leave here. And I remember getting out of the hospital, and I went on that five-day binge because I was like, God, you know, how you know how could you get me to this point? And, and I remember after going on that five-day binge, I just, on that fifth day, I mean, I was up day and night just getting high. And I remember on that fifth day, that's when I began to feel, I said, oh, I began to feel broken. I began to weep before the Lord. And that was October the 2nd of 93. All this was in the year of 93. And um, I remember weeping before the Lord. And that's what I began to, you know, I began to cry out and just and just tell him, God, I can't do this anymore, because all my life, you know, I wanted a baby. That was in that, and I, and after that, that was a trigger. You know, they say that's trick. You know, what is, what was the trigger that triggered me to go back and get high? Because I had been clean for six months, and then I got pregnant. And I just thought, oh God, how could you do this? But that was the point in my life that I knew I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. I was tired. You know, I, I was just, I was just tired. And and I remember at that moment. I remember going in that room, and I remember anointing myself, anointing the whole apartment. And I, at the facility, we had a, our own apartments. And I remember getting on my knees, and I began to cry out to God. And I began to cry out, and I remember, like, I had big blocks of sweat. Just I was just sweating. And I remember saying, God, I'm tired. And I remember crying out to him and just telling him how tired I was. And I promise you, then God began to purge me. And as he began to purge me, you know, he, he spoke to me. He said, every time I purge you, he said, call on my name. And, I mean, all kind of black stuff was just coming up out of me. And the Lord, and I, and I promise you, instantly, as I began to call on the name of instantly at that moment, God set me free. 
And I promise you, I felt so free. Oh, my God, I was so free. Even the people that wronged me, I, I just wanted to just, I mean, I began to forgive people. I mean, I just, I, I felt so free. It was like a ton, like a weight had lifted up off me. My life, I mean, at that moment, you know what I'm saying? It don't take God no long time. While we waiting on God, God waiting on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that moment, instantly, God set me free. And from that point on in my life, I knew everything that came after that. I told, I would tell God when situation would come, God, if you deliver me from crack cocaine, you can deliver me from anything. When every trial came, I began to tell God, if you did, if you deliver me from a drug addiction, God, you can deliver me from anything. God, if you deliver my mind, God, oh my God, you can do anything. So that's what kept me going after that. Because I would call it back to him. I said, God, if you did that, I know you could do anything. So that's where I'm at in my life. If God did all those things for me, then there's nothing that come now that I can't stick, that I won't be able to withstand. Because that was the hardest. That was the. I mean, because drug addiction and cocaine. That's one of them. That's one. Of, uh, uh, one of the. One of the chief demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's when, if God can deliver me from that. Oh, these little mild afflictions, these little afflictions are nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Prophet Hill, let me, let me say this, and then I'm going to ask you a question. It's uh-huh. a MySpace question. Even when you were going through your struggles, God still blessed you with the desires of your heart. Yes. Isn't that something? Yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. He still blessed you when you were in your lowest point of your life. He yes. still blessed you with the desires of your heart. Yes, he did. Question is, what about your friends that turned their back on you? Where are they now? Actually, <laughs> when when I was out there, I really didn't have no true friends. You know, you, you know what I'm saying. But there are some that didn't make it. There were some that died out there. There, were, you know that. Uh, I even had a cousin that got shot and killed out there. I knew one woman, she um, she fell dead in her front yard, amen? So a lot of people that I knew, they didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the ones I did, did know, I got a chance to find out if they were really my friends or not, amen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I found out that Jesus was my friend, <laughs> my only friend. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes, I did. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our call in number is 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. You know, Prophetess Hill, it's just amazing when I listen to your story how similar this story is to people that, you know, not just that we've interviewed in the past, but just to people in general that I've talked to, you know, when I tell them about, you know, our show and, you know, what I do and what Greg and I, you know, do, it seems like they instantly say, you know, I went through that, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, what's going on in the body of Christ? What do you believe is going on in the body of Christ that you have church people mm-hmm. that are still hurting? that are still, you know, in pain, that haven't been delivered yet? Well, basically, people are caught up in religion and not relationship. 
Get what I'm saying? Yes. It's all about relationship. Because religion is not going to take us into heaven. You hear me what I'm saying? Yes. The path of the church can't get us into heaven. If we don't know Jesus for ourselves, if we don't have a relationship with him, because when, when you get relationship with him, come on now, uh, uh, guess what? Deliverance can come. It can take place. Sometimes we could be anointed. I preached a word one time, anointed but yet have issues. You get what I'm saying? That we can be saved but still have issues because the thing about it, it's all about relationship. And when you, and also it's all about people being filled with the Holy, with the Holy Ghost. People having his spirit, amen, that even when they have his spirit, but it's still about, you know, we have to, the Bible, see, the Holy Ghost will lead us, he'll guide us, he'll direct us, and he's a revelator, you hear what I'm saying? So the thing about it is, is that we have to, it's, it's all about relationship. And, 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 that, and a lot of times the reason why people are still in the church and hurting because they're, is, they're caught up in religion and not relationship. You know, the Bible says my people who are called by my name. Come on now. He, he, so it's a given. The words say that he's a healer. Come on now. How can he, we be healed if we don't have a relationship with him? The, he, he say he'll deliver us out of all of our distresses. How can he deliver us if we not, it's not a relationship? People look into the pastors. That, that's why so many things are happening right now in the media, because people are looking into the people, and they're not looking at Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, I have a I have another MySpace question. Mm-hmm. I'm getting flooded with MySpace questions. Mm-hmm. The question is, do you think the people in your some of the people in your life right now were sent to destroy you? Oh, definitely. There are people that has been assigned. You get this. this you you follow what I'm saying? Yes. There's people that has been assigned because we're gonna be tested till Jesus comes. That's people that has been assigned. That's that's when you have discernment. Amen. Mm. Again, going back to relationship, that that those people that have specifically been desi- designed to come to destroy us. Mm. Mm. Oh yes. And you know what? You know, you, you look at women, married couples. Mm-hmm. It seems like. Satan is just running rampant with the married couples. He's just trying to destroy the families. He's just doing everything that he can to do that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it seems like he will use our spouse to become our enemy. Exactly. The one closer to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Yes. And the reason being is because marriage is a ministry. Mm-hmm. Families represent the church. So if he can destroy the head or, or the one that's close, even if it's not the head, but if he, he can destroy the one closer to you, amen? Then he got the whole body, amen? So the thing about it is, is that if he can, if he can come through, if he can come through the wife, that's Sharia, that's a part of you. Get what I'm saying? And what people in relationships and in marriages, we have to realize the Bible says that when you're married, you're one. And when they fight against each other, they fight against themselves, amen? And 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 the Bible said that that uh, man ought to love his wife, you know, as Christ loved the church. But the thing about it is, and also even the woman, vice versa. And and you're not gonna hate your own flesh. But but the thing about it is, is that where the enemy is attacking, we have the, uh, the couples have to re- realize that 
when they fight against one another, they fight against their own self because you're one. The purpose, the, the reason why the enemy is attacking marriage is so is because marriage is a ministry and it makes up the body. Families r- makes up the body. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. You know, I always said that in the family you have the head and then you have well, in a marriage, right? You have the head, and then you have the heart, right? And in the body, if you take out one of those two, <laughs> the body's dead. Is it? Oh, come on now. <laughs> yes. You know. Yes. You know what I truly believe is that's what Satan is out to do. Mm-hmm. You know that's his that's his task at mm-hmm. hand because he's figured it out now. Yes. You know you can go and destroy individuals. And you know he can he can take them out easily. Mm-hmm. When he destroys a marriage, yes. he destroys that that three that triune union. Yes, that three core strength. And woman and God. Mm-hmm. And so what he does is he tries to get in there and says, "I'm not only am I going to destroy that union, I'm going to destroy the whole idea of that union." Exactly. And so you have, you know, what I'll call domestic partnerships. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm not on here to, to bash anybody, but mm-hmm. I just look at the way that Satan works. Yes. I look at the way that he operates. Yes. Well, he'll take something that God has made for good, and he'll try to twist it. Yes, he will. Yes. Yes. But also with the devil meant for bad, God will, and he shall. Come on now. He will turn it around. That's what the word is. For your good. All things. Yes, he said all things. Come on now, not some things. Go ahead. All things. Yes. Together for the good of those who love the Lord. The Lord. Mm-hmm. Called according to his, his purpose. purpose. Come now, on. I have to always add that in. Yes. Because, you know, people always say the first part of it. Yes. Come on. Never really focus on the important part of that whole, of that, of that, of that verse. Right. You know, it says all things work toward the good. For those that love, exactly, and are called according to His purpose. Come on, man. you know. And so, if you're not in His purpose, yes, then maybe uh, you're not working in His love. Come on, <laughs> you said, come on now, His perfect love. Come on now. And so, I mean, and and that's the thing that I see because Satan is a boy. Satan is on a he's on a massive all out attack. Oh yes, you know, if people don't believe that. That that Jesus is coming back soon. Oh. All they got to do is turn on the television. Come on now. Turn on the news. Come on now. You, hear, you know it's how you never hear people talk about uh, a ninety percent chance of sunshine. Come on. It's always a ten percent chance of rain. Yes. It's always you know they talk about the news that all the good stuff that they talk about on the news is at the end. Yes. You know, unless it's like a real big story, but you always get the bad, bad stuff. first. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they—they they, it's sort of like they tear you down and then they cheer you up, right? Or try to cheer you up at the end, but you're not thinking about the last thing you saw. You think about the first thing you saw. Yes. You know, especially yes. if it's something that's negative, because yes, it seems like, and even in the body of Christ, you, mm-hmm. you know, and this is the thing that really gets me, and you can hear somebody. Declare that they're healed. Yes. They'll say, I'm healed. Mm-hmm. But then they'll turn around and say, But I still need your help. Come on. You know, I'm healed. Come on. Double man. Help me out. Mm-hmm. You know, how did it feel? I mean, and I, I know you, you said this already, but I really want you to, to tell us 
What what did you do after immediately after the Lord healed you? And you knew you were healed. Mm-hmm. Well, then like I said, then the Lord began to deal with me about forgiveness. Oh, thank you. That's what I yes. did. Oh, yes. Then he began to let me know that, and the Lord spoke to me, I never forget, in that room, and the Lord spoke to me, he said, now it's time. I mean, you know, he, I say, time? He says, time. I say, time. He says, time for you to forgive. And then the Lord began to say, I say, forgive. He said, if you walked outside today and you got hit by a dump truck, where would you go? I say, to hell, Lord. He said, if you walked outside today and you got hit by a drive-by shooting, where would you go? I said, to hell, Lord. He said, why gain the world and lose your soul? He said, it's time for you to forgive. Because, see, I knew after I was here, but I knew I hadn't forgiven, right? Right. And the Lord ministered that to me. And I remember getting on the bus here in the city, and and I went over to talk with my mother. And, and, um, and I told her, and she said, oh, yeah, baby, it's time. She said, in order for God to be able to, to fulfill a purpose in your life, you have to forgive the person that, you know, that harmed me. And, um, and after I talked with her, I actually called the person. And I promise you, I never forget that moment. It was like, I never forget that moment when I called her. And, um, and God didn't give me children. He didn't, he didn't bless my womb to after I forgave. I never forget it was March the eighth of ninety four when I forgave. I got I got expecting with my with my oldest daughter, uh, Rama, the twenty first of March. I had her in December. But God but God didn't give me children until I forgave the person that it that had harmed me growing up. But but the Lord he began to embark I promise you, when when I called when I when I literally forgave Oh my God! It's no, it's you know what? Forgiveness is a powerful. It's powerful because I promise you, that's when things begin to take place. That's when your real healing begin to come when you truly forgive the people that wronged you. But how do how does someone that's dealing with rape now? They didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a five year old, a six year old that was molested. Mm-hmm. We're talking about an eighteen, sixteen year old that was raped. We're talking about a boy that's been raped. We're talking about somebody that killed somebody's parents. Mm-hmm. How do they begin to wrap their brain around the art of forgiving? Well, basically, it's not something that we can phantom. It's not something that we can just do. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it takes us to get to a point in our life. Because let me tell you, what I found out, the people that wrong us, they still living, going on with their lives. Yeah. And we're the ones that are in bondage, being held captive. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So the thing about it is, is that, and, and this is my, my, my word for the people that are still battling with unforgiveness, amen? Because, you know, it didn't stop there. I went through other things in my life. You know what I'm saying? That caused me to be hurt by people. But what I found out is that, you know, that's when you have to go in and say, Lord, teach me how. You know what I'm saying? And even at that moment, some people don't even know how to forgive. 
You know what I'm saying? But as you seek the Lord and as they get into relationship again, you can't get in the you can't be in the presence of God and say, God, I love you and God, I adore you, and and, and have any you know, violent on the inside. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that truly, if you've been touched, you know what I'm saying? Because I promise you, because He have taught me how to love my enemies. I'm telling you, when I forgave the person that harmed me. As a child, let me tell you one thing. I began to pray. God told me how to pray for their salvation. I pray for God to save them, sanctify them, fill them with the Holy Ghost. And I promise you today, they on fire for Jesus. Yes. Filled with the Holy Ghost. And I never thought, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 I, don't have, and I don't feel the effects of what has happened. That's why I'm very careful that when I talk about it, I never share who the person was because I don't want to. When, when God when God truly gives you forgiveness for someone, you don't want to bash that person. You get what I'm saying? Not if they're on the Lord's side now. Right. And that that's God had taught me how to love. You better hear me. That's some kind of love. But I couldn't do that on my own because I hated the person for years. I promise you. But when I was 27 years old, the Lord dealt with me about that forgiveness. Yes, he did. And I promise you, I no longer hate him. I pray for God to save him and fill him with the Holy Ghost, and I promise you, God did. Yes, he did it. Yes, and he will. I promise you. You know, if we, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, oh, Wow. I'm just full. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God is awesome. Yes, he is. He is awesome. Oh, yes. And he is I, I think about, you know, some people, you know, they don't even forgive you for small things. Hmm. You know, they they mad because you took that book bag and put it in the wrong place. Yes. You know, or they're mad because they like somebody and, and you got them and they wanted them, you know. Yes, yes. Or, because you got the you got the promotion and they did yes you know I mean stuff that <laughs> yes, you can, small that you stuff. can handle mm. you know you took that parking space yes and here we are something that you can't I mean God is just awesome yes because he allowed he allowed you to first to be here yes because yes. you could have easily said you know what I'm taking my hand off you come on now. I'm not covering you anymore. Come the on. The controller has been moved. The head yes. has been cut down. Yes. And he, the Satan, do what you want to do. Right. Even to death. Yes. But like Job, he said, you might take all, everything from him. Come on now. But don't take our life. That's it. Oh. Because yes. God, had, God had an assignment. Glory, yes, glory. That only you could do. Yeah. And so I thank God because, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at what you've gone through. I'm listening to what you've gone through. Yes. And I count it all joy. Yeah, glory. You know, mm, we, we talked earlier. And that, hey. You know, even even today. Yes. You know, you had something that you had to go through. Yes. And see, God thought it not robbery to wake you up to go through it. Come on now. Because like you said. Glory. You know, you go through it, you come out ten times better. Come on now. Greater. It's sort of like being refined by that fire. Yes. Hallelujah. You know, it's like anything that don't kill you make you what? Come on now. Make you stronger. Yes, it does. You know, and so, you know, when you when you truly know Jesus Christ. Yes. My God. You know, he says you can do all things. Come on, through Christ. Yes. Glory. 
See, notice it says, which yes. strengthens you. Come on here. See, it's not that you can do all things hey. through Christ, but it's the fact that when you do all things through Christ, Come on. it becomes strengthened. My God, yes. And so what the Lord did for you is he strengthened you. Oh, yes, he did. He made, he prepared you. Yes. See, because what you went through. Come on. The drugs. Yes. The molestation. Come on. The, you know, the things, all the things that you went through. Come on. The mental, emotional abuse the mental, and the man. Emotional. Yes. Financial trouble. Yes. You know, friends turning their back on Come you. Come on. Husband walked out on me. Come on. You left see, me and my two children. You went yes. Through, it wasn't for you. Yes. See, it prepared you. It well, Remember what I said? Authenticity. Yes. It qualifies hey. you to do what you're doing right now. My God. Yes, Lord. Jesus. And see, God don't just pick anybody. Yes, come on. He don't just walk down the street and say, okay, you, 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 and you, you. Come on, do my work. Mm. No, he had to have somebody who's qualified. My God. Glory. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Prophet Phil, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's a serious question. Yes. If you're sitting right now, wherever you are, and you had this wonderful opportunity, yes. God walked up to you, what would you say to him right now? I would say, Lord, I'm just so grateful. Grateful that you saved me. I'm grateful that he thought enough of me to save me. And not only just save me, but fill me with his spirit. Because he could have turned his face away from me because of the sin. Amen? But I'm so grateful that he delivered me. And that's why I'm running now. And I'm going to keep telling the story. I'm going to go in and set the captives free. My God. I want women that... Like I said, my husband walked out on me, left me and my two children, you know, and I, didn't, and, and I thank God because I knew Jesus. I knew him when I met him, and I knew him when he left me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm grateful that he's been faithful to me. He's been my husband. He's been my lover. He's been my friend. He's been my provider. He's been my redeemer. He's been my healer. So I would say, God, I thank you. I, I, I would say, God, I thank you. I just thank him. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I thank him. Praise him. I worship him. I glorify him. Hallelujah. It's a lot of times people say it don't take all of that, but it take all of that in this time in my life because don't nobody know what he done for me. Yeah. Yes. You know, Prophet Seal, so many of us, a lot of times we look at our past and the enemy will bring our past. He'll just keep bringing and bringing and bringing it. Mm-hmm. And the more we think about it, the less we're, you know, we're not as productive as we could be mm-hmm. because we're allowing that, our past, to be our bondage. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do is something that we can't do. We're trying to cover our sins, but that's not our job. Right. We can't cover our sins. That's right. That's God's job. Yeah. So, you know, we need to move forward and know that we're all washed under the blood. Yes. And know that it's taken care of. Yes. And do you have, in your church, do you have a lot of people coming to you and they just look like they're beat down and they're so tired and and they're looking for someone to speak life into them? Yes. To say, 
the things that have happened in your past, it's okay. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Because it was meant to be the worst thing for you. Oh, yes. But if you hang on, God will change it for the best thing for you. Yes. Yes. So when you counsel the people, what do you say to them? When they come to you, you know that they're broken down and oh, yes. suffering and they're crying. They're just going through. Yes. They're just going through. What do you say to them? What? How do you introduce them to God? You know what? By telling them, you know what? That God is going to use this for his glory one day if you just hold on. I encourage them to hold on. I pray with them. I tarry with them to hold on and keep the, and don't let go. Because God is going to use it for his glory. And I let them know that it's not all in vain. That everything that you're encountering and going through is not for us. It's for the next person. I always tell them it's not for you. It's for the next person. You know, and I, and I, and yes, and our ministry. I'm telling you, our ministry makes up a whole lot of people that has been beat down, that that was even that was has been rejected, even even uh, women that's been that's been abused. I mean, men that felt like they didn't have no self esteem and that they couldn't make it. They couldn't do what God called them to do. Oh my God! But God has given me wisdom on how to minister and mentor to the people. To let them know, I don't care where you've been and what you've gone through. God gonna still use it for His glory. Even our mishaps and mistakes, even things that that God didn't do, but we did on our own. God gonna still use it. He, he don't leave nothing. He don't leave scraps. He take it all and he use it for His glory. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? That's the beautiful thing uh, about being delivered. Yes. But the sad thing is the ones that are out there suffering and the ones that are out there in the church, they cannot live on your faith. Right. And that's something that they have to do on their own. They have to have that relationship with God. Exactly. And I'm sure that's something that you that you teach them. Yes, I have to. Yes. Brian yes. and I, we go out. We were at a detention center last night, and that was one of the things that we wanted the children and the kids out there to understand. Mm-hmm. Mama and Grandma know God. Exactly. They're praying for you. Yes. You know church, mm-hmm. but you don't know God. Yes. And, you know, that is something that's so powerful. Once people really start having that relationship and spending time with God, mm-hmm. that is so important because a lot of times we won't give God our time. Right. If God didn't allow these bad things to happen or the uncomfortable positions for us to be in, mm-hmm. would we spend time with him at all? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. All he wants to do is fellowship with us. That's it. And, and cover us. Yes. But, Prophet, so we thank you so much. If someone wanted to contact you for speaking engagements or to, for prayer requests or okay. just to talk with you, how could they get in contact with you? Okay, my contact information is uh, they can email me or they can I have a contact number. Also, they can go to our website. Our, our email address is shill at diamondsintheroughministries.org. Uh, my contact number is 281-903-6780. And our website is www.diamondsintheroughministries.org. All right. Prophet Hill, we thank you again. Praise God. It's been a blessing. We thank God for you, <laughs> you know, and we appreciate you coming on. Thank yes, you. Do. you know, uh, listeners, if you didn't get blessed tonight, then you weren't listening right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> because God is doing a new thing. Yeah. And the new thing he's doing is the same thing he's been doing before, but he's doing it in you. Yes. You know, and he's and it's not a new thing, it's a renewed thing. Come on here. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, you gotta get on board. Yeah. So if you're still struggling, if you're still going through you know, it's like if you're going through hell, just keep on going. Come on now. <laughs> you know, because eventually you're going to come out. Yes. <laughs> you know? Glory. And it's just like, you know, when it's, I look at it like being that sword that's, yes. been, that's been shaped. Yes. And molded. You know, they got to put it in that fire. Yes. And burn off all the impurity. Come on now. Come out after they didn't beat it down. And, Glory. You know, and then shaped it into what they wanted to be. Yes. That's what I see. Yes. That's what I hear. From prophetess here. Praise God. He's like that sword. Praise. And now it's just going out there and slaying people in the city. My God, you see. And so we thank you for coming on again. Yes, it's been a blessing. It's been just a great honor, and truly, it's been a blessing. Yes. And with that being said, you're listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, where our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. Thank you again for listening, and God bless you. Thank you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.